Welcome to PR Say, the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. On PR Say, we spotlight our talented members and get to know each other a little better. If you are a PRSA Houston chapter member and don't get a chance to network as much as you'd like or are unable to attend our in-person events, here's your chance to connect with your fellow members. Hello and welcome to PR Say. This is the podcast for the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. And I'm your host, Veronica Sofer, and I have the pleasure of bringing to you phenomenal chapter members to get to know one one another. We always try to get together in person, but that's not as convenient as it used to be. So this podcast is an opportunity for you to connect with others and really grow the network here in our chapter. So we're going to go ahead and get started. But before we do, I want to remind you to hit subscribe if you are listening on the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, make sure you drop some comments so that my guests and I can circle back and connect with you. So we'll go ahead and get started and bring on our awesome guest today, Ross Winkler joining us. Hello. Hey, Veronica. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm so excited that we're going to be able to chat today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you bet. So tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're working and kind of your journey into PR, because I know we all have a story. Sure, absolutely. We, we all do have a story. So uh, I'm with Wakefield Public Relations. Uh, my title over there is Director of Government Relations and Public Affairs. And uh, Winkler PR is a family-owned, family-run firm. Uh, my parents started about 20 years ago. Uh, I joined Winkler PR uh, almost eight years ago now. And uh, it's funny, if you, you, you ask me, how do you, you get into PR? And obviously most people think, hey, you grew up with it. You probably always knew you were going to join Winkler PR, right? Well, no, if you had asked me 10, 15 years ago, if I was going to be a part of the family business, I would have said, no way, uh, kind of doing my own thing. And, and I did for a little while, but uh, eventually uh, the opportunity came and really, you know, I, I was kind of, you know, my my calling was coming back towards Houston and, and there was an opportunity to join Winkler PR. And uh, I have loved every minute of it. I can't believe it's, it's been eight years already. Um, and I've really kind of found my niche in that public affairs, uh, stakeholder relations type role, which is one of the things that, that our um, company specializes in. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. So what were you doing before you came back to Houston? Because I, I totally get it. It's like, I'm not going to work for mom and pop. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's so not cool. Right. Um, so what were you doing before you saw the light and came home? Sure. So I was actually uh, working uh, in the sports industry. Uh, I oh, worked for a, a minor league baseball team doing doing corporate sales. But in, in minor league baseball and really sports in general, you kind of do everything. Uh, right. Yeah. And so uh, that, that was my passion. And I went and did that for a little while. And uh, uh, really, that's kind of where I, I picked up a lot of things that I use now. And, you know, the sales tactics, you know, just getting to, to talk to people every day. Really, that's why I picked up a lot of, you know, what we do now with our kind of communications and putting out fires. And we do a lot of uh, crisis communication communications work. And so kind of that intertwined, you wouldn't think sports marketing, you know, sports uh, sales would, would do some of that. But uh, really, there, there's a lot of overlap that, that I found. And uh, But, you know, you mentioned, you know, kind of working for parents, and that's not cool. Unfortunately, I have really cool parents. <laughs> but uh, even still, yeah, I, I have, oh, my, my eyes have seen the light, uh, for sure. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I, and I totally see um, the connection, right? Because we know that sales and just being open to listening to folks right. really helps us 
with our messaging as we're putting it all together and with strategy. So for me, it makes complete sense that you'd go from sales into public affairs, especially. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's about needs assessing, right? It's a, it's yeah. about listening, as you said, and kind of understanding what it is that, that your client needs, or if, for our sake, you know, working with our client to, to talk with key stakeholders, understanding what it is that they need. Um, so that way we can be, you know, good, whether it's good corporate citizens or just, you know, be able to be successful um, with our plans. And so that's kind of that, that listening, that needs assessing. Mm -hmm. uh, it really is a big part of it. Yeah, no, it makes complete sense. And I'm always interested in talking to people in the government space or the public mm -hmm. affairs space, just because there are so many different regulations and there are rules that don't necessarily apply to corporate America or to right. oil and gas or tech or anything else. So tell us a little bit about how you've um, really incorporated the way you do strategy into your space, because I know every space is a little bit different. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you're right. There, there are so many different. Uh, if you if you try to understand everything the government's doing, you'll go crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, a, it's definitely you have to take kind of a, a focused approach uh, and a very strategic approach. And for us, for our clients, you know, we are a small firm, uh, so most of our clients, you know, are, are on the smaller side. Uh, we work with a lot of associations, a lot of organizations, uh, and, and so we're able to kind of craft messages uh, that directly, you know, affect them, directly impact them. Uh, mm -hmm. But the biggest thing, the way we're able to incorporate our strategy and uh, our company's tagline is working relationships. It, for us, it's about building relationships. Uh, it's about being out in the community, uh, meeting with those elected officials, those folks that that may work in government um, that you know we're able to um, to meet with and just be able to kind of understand what it is how they got into it. Um, so that way we we know where they came from, and that opens the doors for us to be able to talk about what it is that our clients are looking to accomplish. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, really, um, where, where we kind of you know understand that uh, it's not an easy easy world that that folks in government uh, you know, work in. They have so many different people that that are knocking on the doors that, that have different, um, you know, needs and, um, you know, wants. And uh, for us, it's about understanding that, that, hey, you know, we, we need to take a kind of a, uh, an approach um, that that really is prioritizes who it is that we need to meet with and when. Uh, so that way we're, we're not bugging uh, folks that are in that world. And also, you know, I know I've, I've heard, you know, talk to people about you have to meet them where they are. Um, yeah. In this yeah. you know, different you know world that, that obviously we're living in, whether you're talking about COVID or whether you're talking about obviously a highly politicized uh, world that we're living in, it's about meeting people where they are and understanding um, the messages that need to be received uh, and delivering them and crafting them in a way that that makes sense for your audience. Mm -hmm. No, that makes complete sense, and I, and I couldn't agree more. You know, COVID changed a lot of the way we have to think about the way people receive the messages because we used to have these strategies and they were proven and we could evaluate them and we could measure them. And then all of a sudden COVID came and disrupted the way we started receiving messages. And I know I've interviewed a few folks on here who have said, we never, we didn't go back to the way things used to be. Mm -hmm. We've grown and we've changed. PR Say is brought to you by Veronica V. Soper Public Relations. We design and execute personal visibility strategies for businesses, organizations, authors, and entrepreneurs who are ready to up-level their brands and leverage earned media to legitimize their place in the niche. Visit us at veronicavsofer.com or connect on LinkedIn. In your space, how, does that, how did that look? Yeah, it, it, adaptation uh, was, was real and it was fast. Um, I mean, it, it's so, um, you know, God bless you, first off. <laughs> yeah. uh, you. And, and, you know, it, it's so important for us to 
um, to understand the, the dynamic and to understand, obviously, we had different regulations with, with different folks. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, some offices, uh, you know, were, uh, were closed for longer than, than others and it had different, you know, so uh, for us, again, it, it was really about telling, you know, focusing on um, how can we help our clients? How can we help them navigate the space and, and letting them know that, hey, this is, this is what this office may be doing. And this is what, you know, this local entity uh, may be doing. And uh, we work a lot with um, industries that were deemed essential. So they were out, you know, still working, um, doing, you know, doing their work. And, and one of the things that we had the opportunity to do was to advocate for them to, to be essential, uh, and, but also to make sure that, that those, our clients understand what was required of them to be an essential worker. Um, and to be an essential industry uh, to, to maintain, you know, the, the safe area. So we stayed really busy uh, during COVID-19. Of course, the, the first few months was all figuring out what does this sure. look like, you know, like everybody else was, right? Um, but it, there still was, a, a, you know, a heightened level, um, you know, uh, of importance on some of the industries that, that we have the opportunity to work with. And uh, so it was constantly navigating those different policies and, and talking to uh, legislators, you know, locally at the state level, at the federal level, uh, and just trying to gain an understanding and relaying all that back to our clients, because that's what they rely on us to do mm -hmm. is to, uh, to relay that information to them uh, in a clear and concise manner. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's fascinating. Um, I've, I've done a little bit of public affairs mm -hmm. in my day. Um, it's been a while, but certainly the idea that a firm can help an organization or an association um, or a small governmental entity really connect with lawmakers is important. And a lot of folks wouldn't think about that as they're coming into the profession. They think of us as writing press releases or right. former journalists. But the truth is, Public affairs is a whole niche inside of our space that really requires, like you said, relationship building and the ability to communicate. So I just uh, I'm so thankful that you're, you've shared some of that insight because I think it's really important for other people to understand. It absolutely is. And I think, yeah, a lot of people have this kind of cliche uh, view of what public relations is, uh, like you said, right, whether it's writing press releases or just talking to media. And, and we do do some of that as well. Uh, you know, that's kind of one of our one of our three main focuses. The, the you know, stakeholder relations is one and then crisis communication is the other. Um, but yeah, public affairs is such a such a big deal, and you know, creating those relationships. Um, and even if if you you know, your graphic design firm, you're standing, you're doing whatever you're doing in public relations. There's still a need for public affairs. There's need for those relationships because in the times like COVID um, or times you know when we may be in an emergency uh, situation, and your client wants to help. Um, in your local community, you have those relationships with those lawmakers um, who, who can help, you know, get your client connected uh, to do good um, things in, in your community. So there's there's really is a need for uh, to be out there um, to, to meet your, you know, your key stakeholders. And again, that's why we call it you know, stakeholder relations, because it's it's. Yeah. It's, it's such a it's such a broad view of, of who it is, but there's so many key stakeholders and um, we like to, to open our clients eyes to, hey, you know, enlarge your view of who your stakeholders are right. um, because right. they, they really are larger. It's the same, just like doing crisis affairs. You know, think, think about your crises that you may think are possible and then be, think beyond that too. Um, I think those crises that you really can expect, but I have to prepare for anyways. Mm -hmm. No, I think that that's exactly right. So if you were giving advice to any new PR professional coming mm -hmm. up, um, what would you, what would you tell them? Uh, network, uh, get get out there and meet people, um, and it's not just from the stakeholder, but also you know in PRSA, uh, in in other associations that that you engage with, get out and and, and meet people, and you know, I just that was one thing that you know I tried to do my first you know 
years really uh, with Winkler PR. And I was fortunate to, to have someone, you know, tell people who, who were taking me around to meet these folks, but uh, just, just creating that network of people, you'll never know um, when, when you're going to need them. And, uh, you know, I think COVID-19 had showed a lot of that and just relying on people, having mentors, um, get out there and, and expose yourself and become vulnerable too. Um, you know, it's like, hey, I don't admit you don't know what you don't know right, right. Uh, and you become a sponge and you learn so much. So I think that's what you know, PRSA is, is incredible for, uh, for obviously for our industry, uh, but for those who, you know, are, are in other industries too, you know, find, find the association similar and, and get engaged, get involved. And, um, you know, I, we see that from representing associations um, that they can really can be uh, such huge benefits uh, for, for people beginning their careers. That's that's great advice. That's yeah. absolutely great advice for us. Okay, how can people connect with you if someone's looking for a mentor or they're interested <laughs> in the public affairs space? Right. How can they reach you? Sure. Well, I'm still lo- I'm looking for mentors too. So reach out <laughs> if you can be my mentor. Uh, but you can find me on LinkedIn for sure. Um, if, if you want to see s- some takes of, uh, about Houston sports and the occasional Auburn sports take, you can find me on Twitter. But that that's that. And then uh, Facebook is usually just pictures uh, of my two year old son. So uh, if you if you want to see that, but LinkedIn's the best way professionally for sure. Um, and hopefully, um, again, as we begin to open up more, um, you'll know, be getting at PRSA events. Uh, hopefully I'll be, be able to attend more of those and connect with you there as well. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to connecting with you, Ross, because yeah. I, I want to see those pictures of the two-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what most people want to see too. That's usually the first question I get is like, hey, how's your baby doing? So yeah. uh, but that's, yeah. it's, that's, it's incredibly rewarding. <laughs> yeah. But people don't generally ask me, how's the 18-year-old and yeah. the 15-year-old? They, they don't particularly care anymore. So yeah. I get it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us on PRSA. Great. Thanks for having me, Veronica. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of PRSA. Again, so thrilled to be your host. I love connecting with other members in our chapter and want to make sure that you have an opportunity to get to know them as well. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. And if you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes. And if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments and my guest and I will go back. Make sure you connect with Ross because I'm sure he wants to share all his LinkedIn information with you. And then, of course, pictures of his two-year-old. So we'll see you next time.